Hey, what's up, guys? Fat Trucker here. I'm only about four days late on this episode. That's not too bad. Had a pretty busy week leading up to a pretty busy weekend. I'd like to just throw out there that uh, last Sunday, all the way through Wednesday, I did a 72-hour fast, which is my longest fast yet. I ate Sunday evening, and I didn't eat again until Wednesday evening. And the great thing about being ketogenic, doing these fasts, is I'd hardly ever get hungry in that whole time. I only got hungry once, and that was Wednesday, which is the same day I was going to eat. I got hungry Wednesday morning, drank a bottle of water with a little bit of salt in it, and then had my coffee later. My hunger only lasted for, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes or so out of three days of not eating. That's not too bad. So about the busy week and busy weekend... My wife grows herbs, plants in her greenhouse, specifically lavender. We went to a lavender festival this weekend. Did pretty well. Spent the night in a hotel Friday night in a city that's a pretty good ways away. Decided I was going to take up some of the local culture. I didn't want to jump off keto head first, but I was going to ease up a little bit, enjoy some local culture. And my wife and her friend was there, and she was pretty familiar with this location. She said, I know a great pizza place. Well, pizza's my favorite food. I thought, well, okay, maybe I am going to dive head first. It didn't turn out too bad. We went to the pizza place, local, and their pizza crust was super thin and really crispy. It was delicious. But being that thin, that's that, that cuts down on them carbs a little bit, being that thin. And that was uh, Friday evening and Saturday morning heading towards the festival and I didn't want to eat all that carny food new I just didn't even have a desire I thought well I'll eat breakfast something a little bite for breakfast so I don't get food cravings later on stopped at McDonald's got me a piece of sausage broke a tooth yeah that was lovely so now I can't eat which is fine because I wanted to fast to get rid of them carbs from Friday anyway fast for a couple of days now I can't eat so it's kind of helping me along breaking a tooth isn't all that uncommon for me just because i have a mouth full of bad teeth because of a long extended bad standard american diet but it's broken in such a way that i can't get it out it hurts it's moving around a lot so i'll be visiting a dentist come tomorrow get them to yank that out of there and during the after the setup at the festival and sitting there and i noticed that looks like several little bug bites little bed bug bites on my knee so i called the hotel and told them about that haven't heard anything back from them but i kind of i really don't expect to so that was fun a weekend with bed bug bites and broken tooth but it all went pretty well we're back i can finally take it easy a little bit get caught up on my podcast episodes i'll put this one out this is sunday the 16th i'll get this one out sometime today and a couple of days i'll put out another one to get caught back up and i am starting to get some feedback coming in i appreciate the confident and positive words from those who have given me feedback so far if you want to give me feedback you can find me at fat trucker podcast on instagram at fat trucker podcast on facebook and you can send me email info at fat trucker send me good send me bad i listen to it all take it all to heart so on with the show how to get started there really is no right way to get started the only wrong way to get started is to not start i'm just going to give you some maybe some tips on what i think somebody might do to get started 
in intermittent fasting or OMAD or combining ketogenic style with some intermittent fasting, this is what I usually suggest. Some people are already doing an intermittent fasting and don't even realize it. If you get up in the morning, you don't really feel like eating breakfast, and you skip that one and you wait until lunch to do to break your overnight fast, you're already intermittent fasting. That's pretty cool. If you wanted to just jump from that and go straight to OMAD, there is an OMAD, a one meal a day diet, that you can pretty much eat anything you want. They stress that you should eat whole foods, and I agree. You don't eat Twinkies and candy bars as your one meal a day. Eat good meats, eat your bread if you, if you need to, whatever. There's been, seems like quite a few people have really done pretty good at that. You don't eat all day. You wait until dinner and have dinner with your family. You eat whatever you make for them. Or if that works for you, then by all means, go for it. And there's also people that you just cannot go without eating. If you go much further than lunchtime without eating, you get weak, you get shaky. My wife's in this category, and I don't I really don't think that she would be able to do a one meal a day kind of thing. And if that's the case, then I would recommend doing a ketogenic diet. Just straight keto. You can add not eating breakfast into that if you wanted to. Do a, a mild intermittent fasting along with your keto. It would certainly boost the ketogenic effect. My main reason for adding ketogenic to one meal a day or even extending the fast to one meal every other day or, or a 72-hour fast is the fact that the ketogenic part keeps you from being hungry. When you eat carbs, it sends your blood sugar up. Your body releases insulin to counteract the blood sugar. Your blood sugar comes back down. You still have a little bit of residual insulin running around. Your blood sugar comes down a little bit too low. That triggers hunger. And that triggers the kind of hunger where you eat a box of cookies. And I don't have any self-control, so I need the extra amount of control that ketogenic gives me. If you're a cereal eater, that's cereal with an S, like I am, the ketogenic part will keep you from getting that kind of hunger. But this is about doing what I do. And you can jump in like I did. Sunday before I started, I was eating just regular like everybody else. The Monday I started, I just jumped straight in. I didn't eat all day until I got home from work. And I only ate keto foods from that point on. If you can do that, jump in there and do it. If you need a little help, here's my suggestion. Your first week, maybe two, you eat keto. Keto approved foods, meats, cheeses, green vegetables, cauliflower is good too. You can do your, use your favorite search engine and look for keto approved foods. And you eat two or three meals of those a day for the first week or two. And you start getting more fat adapted. You're going to realize you're not as hungry as much. If you're doing it right, you shouldn't be hungry as much. Then you can start throwing the intermittent fasting in there. Just skip breakfast, eat lunch and dinner. Do that for a couple of weeks. You're still gonna, you're still gonna get the effect of not being hungry as often, even though you're eating less often. Before you know it, you can do a one meal a day, and you're not gonna miss the food. It's, it really is simple as that. Do keto first. Add the intermittent fasting as you go along. And I'll spend a few minutes with some tips to help you with the conversion process. A ketogenic diet is a diuretic diet. You'll pee a lot, just letting you know. First couple of weeks, you're gonna be peeing a lot. When you're 
letting that many liquids go, you need to be drinking more liquids. Also, when you're letting that many liquids go, you're going to be losing electrolytes, specifically salt. Put a little bit of, put a little pinch of salt into your drinking water every now and then. It doesn't have to be a lot. And you can also use the so-called light salt. It's a potassium chloride instead of sodium chloride. So there's your potassium. And then you can supplement a magnesium if you don't think you're getting enough. Mostly salt. Add salt. It's going to keep you from getting all those headaches. Don't add too much all at once because too much at once can also be a laxative. Just letting you know. Tip number two is going to be about using an app for keeping track of your macros, your carbs, your, your fats, and your proteins. And I think this is a good idea when you're first starting out, just for the first couple of weeks until you realize what a well-balanced ketogenic meal looks like feels like how it feels in your body people have been demonizing fat for so long it's hard for most people to eat enough fat because you're scared of it do not be afraid of the fats if you're eating a lean meat add more fat simple if you're eating a fattening meat like pork or beef add more fat anyway throw a piece of butter or throw a little bit of butter on your steak it's delicious but after a couple of weeks when you start to realize that what a well-balanced ketogenic meal looks like, I don't think that you necessarily need to keep tracking. And when, you, when you're tracking every single thing that you eat, it feels like a normal diet. This should not feel like a normal diet. You should eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full. It's that simple. If you're hungry, eat. Unlike a standard, what they consider a standard good diet, the low-fat, the high-carb diet, constantly hungry. At least that's how I've, I've done it, and I was always hungry. And the food didn't taste all that good most of the time. Tip number three is about exogenous ketones. That's ketones that you can take either by pill form or by powder. I personally do not recommend these. If you're giving your body ketones, which if you're low-carb, ketones are what your body's going to be running on. And if you give your body extra ketones then you're telling your body to use those extra ketones instead of burning the fat that's on your body if you're eating a well-formulated ketogenic diet you want your body to burn the body fat that's on you not an energy source that you're swallowing which is a great segue into my next tip avoid the so-called keto products avoid at all costs those keto bars the keto snack bars and the keto stuff i'll just leave it at that you don't need any of that if you're eating right you don't need any of that and if you just need something that you can grab up real quick and run out the door and eat it cook you a hamburger the night before and then the next morning or sausage and then the next morning just grab it eat it and go there's your snack but if you're eating a well-formulated diet then you shouldn't be needing the snacks that's part of the reason that that we are that our society is in the shape it is now is they're telling us to eat five times a day and add three snacks in between that's garbage at the very minimum eat when you're hungry stop when you're full it really is that simple and as you you progress more and more into a into being a fat burner or fat adapted you're going to realize that you're just not hungry as often if you're eating right you won't be hungry as often. 
Which takes me into my next tip. If you're not tracking and you're hungry all the time, then it's probably not formulated right. You're probably not getting enough fat. And like I said before, we our society has demonized fat for so long that it's hard for some people to let that go and actually embrace the fats. Fats are flavor. Fat is where all your flavor is coming from. Which, once again, segues into my next tip. They've been telling us for decades that the good fats are the grain fats, the sunflower oils, the safflower oils, Crisco shortening. Yeah, those are not good for you. Get rid of the grain oils. Stick to the coconut oil, butter, bacon grease, olive oils. Stick with the things that are oils by nature, not oils that had to be made in a factory. So I next want to talk about exercise. And, and by this... By what I'm going to say is, don't get me wrong, exercise is important, but it's not the be-all, end-all. I've lost 43-ish pounds in, in a few months, and I haven't done a lick of exercise. I'm busy throughout the day, almost every day, but none of that being busy is anything that would be considered strenuous. The hardest thing I do, and that's an every-now-and-then thing, is I mow the yard, parts of the yard, with a push lawnmower. But it's a self-propelled push lawnmower. So is that strenuous? No, I don't think so. And I'm a truck driver, so I do a lot of sitting and driving. I have a very short route, so I get out and walk around a lot. But that's the thing, I walk. I don't run. If you're a large person and you go on a ketogenic diet, and I'm not even including any fasting in this, you're simply going to lose weight if it's a well-formulated ketogenic diet. You're not going to be hungry, and you're going to lose weight, and you don't have to change a thing about how bit, how active you are. It's just going to happen. One of the things that the naysayers say about a ketogenic diet and fasting is that it slows your metabolism down. Well, of course it does. Think of your metabolism as your body's engine idle. If you have a car and you have the idle set to 2,000 or 2,500 RPMs, or you have a car that's the same car, but you set that idle at 800 RPMs, which engine's going to get old faster? Same thing with your body. Your metabolism is your idle, so if your idle is slower, you're going to age slower. Don't be afraid of a slower metabolism. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's also tied to your weight. My metabolism when I was over 200 pounds is, by scientific definition, going to be faster than it is now that I only weigh 170 pounds. But in the, in the same token, my metabolism being slower, I'm also aging slower. Let's look at today's Google, Google Scholar, which is actually not today, and it's actually not Google Scholar. This is from two days ago from Business Insider. Headline. Navy SEALs are looking into the keto diet to be more effective on missions. And I'll read just a little bit of it. The U.S. military has been looking at changing the diets of elite operators like Navy SEALs as new evidence emerges that their diet could enhance their abilities on the battlefield, especially underwater. But officials are concerned about what it could mean legally and in terms of their health. The ketogenic, or keto diet, is high in protein and fat and very low in carbohydrates. Well... Mistake number one, it's not high, high in protein. It's supposed to be high in fat, moderate protein, very low in carbohydrates. We'll try not to hold that against them too much. I'll continue. 
The diet forces the body to go into ketosis, in which the body burns stored fat and ketone bodies as energy instead of blood sugar that comes from carbohydrates. Research shows the ketogenic diet can help human bodies stay underwater for longer periods of time, according to the Washington Times. That would allow elite operators like Navy, Navy SEALs to be more effective in a combat dive or raid that starts from underwater SEAL delivery vehicle. Lisa Sanders, the Director of Science and Technology at U.S. Special Operations Command, touted the findings but raised ethical concerns about promoting a particular diet among soldiers. Of course, not that they would give soldiers a whole bunch of candy bars, right? Yeah. One of the effects of truly being in ketosis is that it changes the way your body handles oxygen deprivation, so you can actually stay underwater and deeper depths for longer periods of time without going into oxygen seizures. Following a keto diet helps reduce what's known as the respiratory quotient, or the amount of carbon dioxide the body produces in relation to the amount of oxygen it consumes. It's not the oxygen in the blood that makes you want to breathe. It's the buildup of carbon dioxide in the bloodstream that triggers the need to breathe. The ketogenic diet is the best way to lower carbon dioxide production and reduce the respiratory quotient. So, on a ketogenic diet, the body needs to breathe less, theoretically as much as 30% less, according to Ludwig. In reality, though, the body would need to breathe something more like about 15% less, which Ludwig says is still significant in extreme situations, like living in a submarine or diving to retrieve explosive ordnance. This is one well-established metabolic fact, but we don't know the long-term health effects. Yeah, like getting healthier. Anyway, it's a pretty good little article. Got a couple of things minor wrong with it, but I will uh, post a link on the show notes that you can have a look at it yourself if you wish to. I think it's very interesting that it, the ketogenic diet is really starting to get looked at from a government-slash-military point of view. That's going to do it for this episode. hope you got something out of it. If you want to send me back some feedback, uh, just hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, or shoot me an email and i'd like to remind everybody that i am a truck driver i am not medically trained or certified and i'm passing all this along as information that i've found to help you find your information that you're trying to find until next time i'm out